uh, we just had a little power outage. So this is going to be a part A and part B because uh, I'm, I don't edit. It's too time consuming. <laughs> and so all you have to do is when I post this, you're going to listen to part A first. And then you just go to the next episode, which is part B. They'll both be posted on the same day. So and anyway, uh, getting back to the, the different people. Have you ever, uh, during your travels, met somebody when, on an interview and you said, I can't stand that guy or that girl. I wish I would have never, ever talked to him. Or someone, whether it be a sports figure or anything, had this better-than-thou attitude that you just thought, uh, you know, I'm going to give you an example of this. Years ago, when I was in the Canal Zone, uh, uh, I jocked six months for two years, and but I was an MP. And I, even though rank was frozen, my second year there, I was holding down a E6 slot where I was in uh, an E4, which would, in other words, I was holding down a sergeant first class slot, slot, and I was a corporal. So anyway, during the baseball season, first sergeant called me his office. He said, I, hey, I got a job for you to do. I said, hey, Top, what do you mean a job? I'm TDY. I'm playing baseball. No, he said, you'll like this. He, he said, um, you know, Bob Pope's having his Christmas show here. <laughs> and he said, uh, he needs a couple MPs to be in a skit. And he says, so get Pat Walker, you and Pat Walker, go over tomorrow and he said also you're going to be a security for him while they're here so anyway and again this is before your time but bob hope uh jerry colonna comedian janice page an actress uh les brown terrific band leader and a singer named andy williams hmm. well so we're there and anyway there was a big there was a big mix-up because uh, he did a show on the Pacific side, and the two MPs that were in that show, they came over and they thought they were, they were supposed to be in this show because <laughs> they sent them over. So anyway, they're all apologizing and everything. And, but we stayed on security, so we were backstage. and, that, and Bob Hope was really super guy, and <laughs> everybody called him Ace. And uh, all of them were exceptionally nice people, except Andy Williams was just a prick. <laughs> Great singer. And I remember during the show one time, a young kid went over, and Andy Williams was outside smoking a cigarette and went over and asked for an autograph. And he motioned to me, he said, went like that. And I just felt like cleaning his clock right mm. there. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'd that say. he couldn't give the time of day to some young kid and write an autograph for him. Mm. And uh, But he was a good singer, just an individual. And he would, uh, 
he would snub anyone that wasn't important. And Bob Hope thought everybody was important. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's the, and Ace was because he was the top dog. And his time, he, you know, big comedian, real, you know, just all around good guy, went to, during Vietnam War, all, he always toured the troops and had shows that were just great. And I didn't he'd know have like Ann Margaret be with him and Raquel Welch. And he'd always have movie stars that volunteer to go with him on these tours. So it just a, that that's why I guess that question about if you ever, ever met someone that just was just so aloof and you thought, what what's wrong with you? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I can kind of draw comparisons from your story. You know, I, I, I don't know if who ever said it or whatever. I mean, they talk about different celebrities, like your Brad Pitt is an A-list celebrity and somebody yeah, like, is a D-list that yeah, nobody knows. Who cares? And usually the ones with the... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Usually the D-list celebrity or the C-list, whatever, are the ones that have the biggest attitudes. They, I've, I've heard this before. That's about the same way it is here. Um, I There is not one indiv- individual that sticks out in my mind that I thought, boy, that was... I'll never care for that person. I'd say that, I mean, for one example, like Red's pitch, former Red's pitcher, Matt Latos was a little bit of a jerk. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Joey Votto's, I've, Joey Votto's fine. Um, he's just kind of got a different personality. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I'd say, and this was my own fault. So when I worked for WRBI and WLW, I had access into to the uh, Reds clubhouse, like after the games and, and whatnot. And I spent a lot of time at Great American when I worked at WLW because I was a central location in the, in the city. Once again, if that phone rings and I need to go cover a story. Um, but I know the Dodgers were in town one one time. But anyways, Major League Baseball about the time of 2015 changed the way their protocols that if you had access into one clubhouse, you had access into all clubhouses. A uniform approach to, you know... Um, media access so you could walk right into the Dodgers clubhouse or who whoever yeah. and so I did that and my favorite all-time pitcher is Zach Grinke and Zach pitched that day and I'll never forget I walked up to him and I was darn ner- very nervous I said Zach uh do you mind if uh I just interview you real quick about the game and he won he goes I've already done my press conference but yeah, yeah so that might be the closest thing but no that's um yeah. I'd say Nothing really sticks out in Cincinnati of any real jerks. But when you when you're at that level, those people are used to being on on camera. Um, I'd say from more of an eight one two perspective, probably what I've seen is some people assume that we're going to cover something because of who they are or something like that, and that's usually a, a one way ticket of me not not that I I'm, I'll cover anything that's positive, but. Um, We've dealt with that a few times yeah. of not really understanding that, hey, this is just a one-man crew, and I can't be everywhere, and I can't do your story at 9 p.m. on a Saturday night. i yeah. got to live yeah. a life a little bit, so yeah. sorry. What, what about the who sticks out in your mind mm. as one of the best guests you've had? Oh, that's a great question. See, th- th- that's one of the, that's a really good question. That's one of those questions I'll be driving home and I'll be like, man, I should have thought about that. <laughs> or, you know, could, there could be several, but I mean, surely somebody will stick out in your mind saying, boy, that's really a good guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, since, former Cincinnati Council member Chris Smitherman is a really good one. Um, no, a lot of what I'm going to probably talk about is going to be more 812-based. I know you might want to hear more WLW. Yeah, or or any time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I will say this about WLW, and once I, I mentioned on the first half of this podcast that how great I thought Channel 5 is. 
same with WLW. Those big time radio hosts, Bill Cunningham, and I never got to know the guy in the morning too well. Mike, um, he does the AM. Oh, Mike McConnell. McConnell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know him too well. Um, but Bill, Willie's fantastic. Sag Dennison, I used to sit right next to Sag. They're good people. Um, I'd say locally, maybe the best way to answer that, have I ever been starstruck? Have I ever met somebody? Um, I'd say the first time I was ever truly starstruck, and people are going to think I'm making this up, but I'm not. It wasn't, yeah, meeting Serena Williams was a big deal. It was actually when I went to Chicago and met with Kelsey Lanehart, our local Marine um, that was wounded in Kabul. Mm -hmm. I I remember, like, for the first time meeting her, and I was almost, like, starstruck that this Mm -hmm. is the Kelsey Lanehart that inspired so much around Southeast Indiana, you know? That, that one definitely sticks out. Uh, locally, people like P.G. Gentrup, the Aurora Vietnam veteran, yeah. um, he definitely sticks out. Um, that's such a good question. I got a, uh, a lot of the police departments are really good. Greensburg's police chief is a really good interview all the time. I don't know him. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry I'm not giving great specifics on it, but a lot of, yeah. yeah. Well, you know. I, I've never been this starstruck. I, I don't understand autographs and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, some of it's a little weird. But, but uh, <laughs> one time an incident, uh, and I, I couldn't believe I, well, I had several businesses in Cincinnati, and one of them was a parts business, and I made sure just to stay in touch with everything. I had 10 service station dealers and one automobile dealership that I'd always stay in touch with. And I'd even go out, I'd, I'd take, I'd see what they needed, and I'd, just to stay in touch. So anyway, I'm in Western Hills one day, and uh, it was a Sunoco station, and it's not there any longer, but Glenway and Work, and the guy's name was Ed Reuter. And he had a, he had a, Teenager pumping gas, and anyway, Pete Rose comes in <laughs> with a girlfriend. Okay, and I, I, I can't remember. I think he had a Porsche convertible. So anyway, this kid comes in, and he says, he asked Ed Bruder, his boss. He says, "Do you think it's okay if I ask Pete for an autograph?" I said, what the hell's wrong with you, kid? Ask the girl. She's hot. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. So, so but uh, I, I just think there, there are some people over a period of time that, that you meet, and, and maybe it's only a brief encounter or uh, like people that I was in the service with. You know, uh, I'm still in touch with five people from 1961 mm-hmm. so uh, it, 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 but you you know you get a you get an impression that you never forget somebody and I I just uh, just just curious because I know you've interviewed a lot of you interviewed a lot of people 812 uh, or listen to somebody in an interview they thought and heard about later that was really, you know, really good person. I, th- I think there's very few Hollywood people, so to speak, that, you know, I'm not saying there, there's some of them that are airheads, but some are very accessible to people, and some get out of town, move to Texas, and like 
Matthew McConaughey and people mm -hmm. like that to, to get away from the craziness. And I, I just think that you probably had a lot of experience with good good people that are the so-called celebrity or uh, that are have an important job and they don't care about their importance. You know that they're just they're, they're just a regular guy. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you're you're. Right, and that, that, like I said, that is such a good question. I really think about that. I may give you a call sometime and just okay. say, "Well, okay, now that I thought <laughs> yeah, about that." Yeah, um, yeah it's uh, yeah. I'm just kind of ragging my brain, especially more of the Cincinnati side of it. I always liked John John Cranley, the mayor, the former mayor. I thought he was really good. Um, all the TV personalities I've ever met have all been pretty good. I feel like I. I'm trying to think, there is, I, I can't remember now, there's definitely a story I remember hearing at Channel 5, they were telling me about somebody, and some kind of more popular person and being kind of silly. But. Well, I, I was, I always got along good with Jerry Springer, but he was well. <laughs> yeah. He came, so my off days at Channel 5 were Tuesdays and Wednesdays, and um, he came to Channel 5 one day, when it was my off day. Yeah, I, th I think they literally scheduled all the important people on my off days because I think Lester Holt came one day to Channel 5 when I wasn't there. So. Well, you know, Springer was an anchor for Oh, years. yeah, he was, yeah. yeah. And mayor and everything, but he, uh, he, he used to rent cars and budget rent a car, which I had at the time, and I just happened to be in a Sixth Street office, and uh, he was turning his car in, which I think he used it for his... Kentucky excursions to the House of Hill Hill Repute over there, and anyway, I'd say, "Hey Jerry, how you doing? Oh good, how are you, Larry? Uh, guy, tickets today? Let me go check. Pull a handful of tickets out of there. He he'd park at City Hall when he was a councilman. Put money in the meter when it expired. Cops just kept coming by giving him tickets, mm -hmm. and he eventually settled." I think with, I think they talked him out of parking there, and they settled uh, a fifty-two hundred dollar deal <laughs> for about two thousand to to cover the, because they were charging him interest and doubling the cost of the tickets and Jeez, but yeah. So and this was back, this was back early seventies, you know. So. <laughs> But uh, any, anyway, that's pretty neat. So what, you know, future, what, what are you looking at? Future for the 812 uh, this year, five years from now, where do you think you're going to be? Well, hopefully blessed to be doing this. Um, you know, that all revolves around, you know, in media, how do you make money doing this? I've, I've been asked that a million times. It's through... Um, you know, advertisers is the main main way. Um, really, like I said, we're, we're good to go on the digital side. Um, you know, like on Facebook, we are not just Facebook. We're, you know, we're, we try to be wherever the audience is. To answer your question, we want to continue looking at ways that can, how to reach more people. And, um, you know, because 30 years ago, hey, this wouldn't exist. Podcast didn't exist. Oh, but no. If you wanted to get your story out, you put it in the newspaper and everybody sees it. You know, now, you know, there are there is that generation reading newspapers, but also, like I've mentioned probably on that first podcast we did, like we have a huge following on Instagram of high school kids and college kids, which is 
pretty good for us looking ahead towards the future. But, you, you know, how do you reach and also the type of content you position that way? Um, to answer your question, to be long term, we might get into print. We, you know, Larry, you had a great idea today of looking into maybe visual podcasts. Um, we asked our audience last month, we put a survey out of what they would like to see next on uh, for the 812. We got a lot of feedback of news podcast and print, um, potential some sort of um, uh, print, which I'm very, it may sound silly because a lot of people say newspapers are dying and stuff like that. Um, I don't know if that was you who said that last night. Newspapers are dying, but print isn't. Yes. That was good. Because yeah. um, I think these small town feel good stories that we're covering at the level of that we can't even keep up with it on Facebook, you know, because I only put so much stuff on Facebook a day that I think the a certain population has no idea we even exist yeah. and that these type of stories are being, are these type of good things are happening here. We're just, a, once again, uh, in journalism with what I do, I'm just a mirror of the community. Yeah. Right. So, um, well, you know, the reason I mentioned YouTube is because, uh, again, I have no idea why people listen to us in California, Texas, Florida. And, and again, it's not the majority because in Indiana is about 60% or so. Jeez. So, but, and then a six state, is about 74%. And then some, I don't even know where that, but then it spreads out and there's listeners and, you know, why do I have listeners in Greece? And well, I, hell, I have no idea. But I think part of it is even people that live in a big city, they want to relate to people living in a small town. Mm-hmm. And and, it, it, you know, like, you interview, you have good stories. And I thought YouTube, it, I, I think you could go with the good stories on that, just like you have on your website, where you'd have a choice going website or YouTube. And I think you could really get a national audience because, uh, you know, I use YouTube as informative things. Like if I'm in a bottle if I'm thinking about buying a bottle of whiskey, I'm going to see who's tasted it. People that I trust, because uh, uh, some of the YouTube whiskey tasters, um, I, don't, I don't think they know what they're talking about, but some mm-hmm. some I know that are really, really good. They have a terrific palate. And, uh, and before I stick any money in a bottle of whiskey, I want to find out if, if unless a Batesville liquor store has a, bottle open that I can go and taste it, <laughs> you know. There you go. So, but I, I just think, you know, people are so tired of this dramatic news where, you know, they, they want to cover all the bad stuff. I mean, not not necessarily all of it, but uh, the headline stories, you know, I, I don't think they should give these thugs are kill each other at the time of day. I, you know, I just think, forget that. You know, who wants? Who cares? You know, what if they're going to kill each other? They don't. They don't have to be in the news about it. I feel sorry for the people, but forget that. No, you know, you hear that all the time, and it's just, it's just not a, it's not a story. It's, uh, uh, it's even some killer 
doesn't deserve his 15 minutes of fame for doing an evil deed, like killing somebody. Yeah, you're right. And a lot of that is low-hanging fruit, I think, for those news organizations. And it's it's easy, and and they're so accustomed to do it. But um, I think we live in a really interesting time. Well, I mean, life progresses and technology. But, for example, you, you... once again, 30 years ago, you couldn't have done a podcast. No. It didn't exist. No. Five years ago, I don't even know how likely that would be. Um, you know, we're over here creating a essentially the what I hope to be the next generation of news. And um, and but then when you watch the local news on, you know, I try I try to watch a couple of days a week of Channel Five or whatever. And like I'm watching it sometimes. I'm like, I don't see who's watching this. I mean, I I don't I, I know a lot of people do, but. You know, it's the same thing over and over and over of just negativity. And, and a lot of what I've seen with the Cincinnati News being inside of it, a lot of what's happening and probably why it's like that is they're, they're all circling each other's tails, right? For example, I remember, without saying names, one of our anchors went to lunch one day and saw a Channel 9 van at, like on Central Parkway and called our newsroom and like, oh, we got to get a van out here. We got to we need to get out there. We saw Channel 9 there. Didn't even know what the story was. Yeah. Who know, they, they could have literally been eating lunch themselves. Yeah. Um, and that's what a lot of this, a lot of what I saw was, was just constant circling yeah, each other around. won't be out done. Yep. Yeah. And, and uh, so it's much more like a factory at that level is almost a, a news factory of how yeah. much comes in. And like I said, the 812 is kind of getting there. If you follow us on, on the web, I mean, we push out a lot of content. And, um, but once again, it's, you know, there's a reason behind it. And, um, yeah, I, th- I think long term it'll be interesting to see what happens with the, with the future of news and the future of media. Um, we might be on the cutting edge of something. This might be the common form, you know, twenty years from now, or probably like podcasts like yours. Yeah. Well, you know, um, I, and I I notice on uh, on your 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 news features, uh, you don't overly kill it with commercials either. No, that's a big yeah. thing. You know, the 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 beauty. Of a DVR <laughs> is if if you if you record something uh, that like you know my wife and I will watch some of the Hallmark feel good shows okay especially Christmas time I'm a sucker at Christmas <laughs> uh, well you can record that show it's an hour long but but really. It's only 40 minutes long. There's 20 minutes commercials. So when the commercial comes, I just zip by it. And if it was, you know, just one commercial, but pound, pound, pound those commercials. And the neat thing, well, well, I'll never have commercials on Mm -hmm. the podcast. uh, Whoever, when I become a babbling idiot or more of a babbling idiot, whoever takes us over... They might have to do it, but I, I don't have to. But at yours, you just see a commercial once in a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not you're not just bang 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 drumming it. I know, yeah. And well, we need, you know, and you need con- sponsors. I oh yeah, that. and yeah. there may there may be a time when there is more commercials, and that's why yeah. I, you know, you I kind of reference the print and some the, all that's kind of a strategic thoughts. We're not just. Willy nilly going to throw out a newspaper for fun. Well, well, uh, one thing about print, and I, I know it's expensive. Yep. But I think the hook on print is on the front page. Anything in color. 
Yeah. And that is really, gets really expensive. Yeah, I never thought about that. Maybe yeah. that's what we'll do. We'll make the front page co color and the rest will be black but, and white. Well, you better talk to the printer first. Uh, well, you know, <laughs> we're, we're doing that. Yeah, no, no, we certainly are. No, that, that's a long-term <laughs> thing. And like that, there's no, uh, once again, I do not do the 812 by myself. We have a co-owner, Megan Platt. Um, that, those are long-term long -term discussions. Um, you know, who knows where, where, where we will be. Um, How many? And there's just... There's you have one or two people out doing stories with you. Oh, that's growing. That's grown. So I was on Larry's podcast back. I think on October first is when it came out. Yeah. So since then, it this thing's grown quite a bit. So this time of year, what you're looking at in the past, it's really just been me. I mean, on a full time basis, it's it's only me covering it. And when I'm doing more of the writing, and because just like you mentioned about podcasts, it's an editing thing. The reason people are seeing less video now is the amount of edit time. Oh. I mean, I can push out. I'll give you an example today at 10:35 this morning, South Ripley's band director called me because she's going to be marching in the Macy's Thanksgiving parade. She was accepted to do that. And so she called me at 10:35, and that story was online probably by, by, by about to get a quote from her by like 10 50 AM. Mm -hmm. Like we move quick. It, yeah. um, now that won't be on Facebook till Monday, yeah. you know, I'll, cause everything's kind of, I spaced the content out. Um, Trying to think where I talk about a babbling idiot. I, I, I'm, I'm being one of those. I didn't even know where I'm, what I'm, where I was going with that. Um, well, well, you know, when you're talking about e editing, for me, now I know I make mistakes. That's life. But the, the time to edit a podcast. I would never be able to do all these podcasts. I mean, we got a life outside of podcasts, and and to sit down and editing, you know, like when I'm done with this, I'll upload it to my website, set up a time, you know. This will be out this Sunday, by the oh, way. Oh, okay. And and as a and I told you about this, but as a little um, a teaser, so to speak, uh, after. After the Thanksgiving holidays, uh, we're going to start a, a podcast with Batesville High School. I won't mention what the podcast is about. You'll find out about it after Thanksgiving. And also Oldenburg Academy. Uh, it's all community-oriented, and there will be students involved, and I'm going to leave it at that. But, uh, you know, I, I think the... Uh, uh, just like this media, your media, small town radio, um, I, I think it's great this town of 7,200 people have a radio station. Yeah. I mean, where, where else in the country would you have something like that? I, I, don't, I don't know. Maybe somebody who is out in the desert or something that has a big area with no obstructions that can do it in a smaller town. But, uh, I, I mean, I think it's uh, pretty good. And I, I guess Brent Lee is very, very active in kind of doing the reporting and everything. So, yeah, no, you know, we have a lot of, a lot of talented people here in Batesville and, and, uh, yeah, I, I think anything is possible in this town, um, for sure. Um, but I yeah. think I think the I think the print thing's a good idea. I, again, I you know basically the New York Times and the Boston Globe they're broke. 
They're bank right. They should be bankrupt. I don't yeah. know who's feeding them money. Uh, because, <laughs> you know, well, I, I know, but anyway. Yeah. But uh, his last name starts with an S, but. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so, so uh, I was going to start rambling, just real quick for the audience, I was going to start rambling off Batesville names that started with an S. Do you mean Salatin? I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Sorry, for the family. Second letter's O. <laughs> oh, no, we're good. But I, I'm totally, on, I'm right with you. So. Uh, but you know it, it's 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 great, and I I wish uh, I wish people listen more to podcasts and and to your eight one two and and local radio, but they they get hooked on you know like a Joe Rogan or somebody else, and 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 again I think uh, a lot of a lot of Women more more so than the guys. Even if they're at home, they got their got their little uh, uh, Apple ears in, and they're listening to mm -hmm. a radio podcast or they listen to something. And because uh, television, you can really get you can just get sick of it. You know, there's some some of it is so bad. I don't know how it ever makes the air. And, mm -hmm. I can hardly watch a comedy because of that canned laughter drives me crazy. Yeah, I'm the same way. Yeah, you know, it's not a live audience, and they're trying to act like it's a live audience, and they think if you hear, if you hear laughter, you're going to laugh with it. It doesn't work that way. So, but they've been doing it for years. No, no, I know. You know, I mean, I don't, I don't watch anything really current now. Um, I love like Andy Griffith. I mean, shows like that. And yeah. Um, well, feel good shows. Yeah, yeah. It's you know, it, now don't get me wrong. You know, I, I like to w watch a movie like John Wick, and I mean, I, mm -hmm. I mean, I'm trying to figure out does he kill more people than the Equalizer? <laughs> you know, at one time, and and you be you know, you know you know it's all crazy, but uh, and just like you know, cruising a Mission Impossible. He might not be the best actor in the world, but I'll tell you what, the visual stunts and the crazy stuff that he did. Did you, did you watch his last Mission Impossible? No, no. Well, he did one where he's hang gliding, and he, and he does his own stunts, and he runs into this mountain, and he pulls himself up, gets up, and he starts walking and limping. He broke his foot. Huh. And he still got up. He's 60 years old, broke his foot, still got up and walked away from it. And the stunts, and you say, how did they do this? Or if you watched something years ago like Star Trek, how did they do this? You know, all this computer-generated stuff. I know. It's, it's, it's phenomenal. So the visual stuff in certain movies I like, um, but... Television, eh, something like Blue Bloods or something. I'll, I'll watch yes. that. But, yeah, same. But, yeah, I, I like like Law and Order and yeah, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. But, well, Larry, I actually have a sales meeting to go to. Uh, okay, yeah, well, <laughs> i tell you what, with the two segments, uh, we've been on a little over an hour, and I, 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 I'm sure I can work this out where people realize you got to go A and B because A will come on first and about... Uh, uh, 
10 minutes later, I'll have B out there. So, uh, but I'll make sure that A is the first one, not not vice versa, oh. you know, because they'd be kind of stupid if they listened to B first. Yeah, they may not know who, yeah, who you're talking to. But I really appreciate you being here. Absolutely. Uh, fun again, since like the last one. Let's go out with the uh, uh, national anthem. God bless you. God bless the United States of America. Thanks for listening, and I will talk to you on the next podcast.